0: Neurogenic Shock Introduction Neurogenic shock is a devastating consequence of spinal cord injury. It manifests itself as hypotension, bradyarrhythmia, and temperature dysregulation due to peripheral vasodilation following an injury to the spinal cord. This occurs due to sudden loss of sympathetic tone while preserved parasympathetic function, leading to autonomic instability. Neurogenic shock is mostly associated with cervical and high thoracic spine injury. Neurogenic shock should be differentiated from hypovolemic shock. The latter is often associated with tachycardia. Neurogenic shock is not to be confused with a spinal shock which is the flaccidity of the muscles and loss of reflexes seen following a spinal cord injury. Early identification and aggressive management are vital in neurogenic shock to prevent secondary spinal injury. This chapter is a concise overview to further aid the care of these patients who develop neurogenic shock. Etiology. Neurogenic shock is the result of autonomic dysregulation following spinal cord injury, usually secondary to trauma. This dysregulation is due to a loss of sympathetic tone and an unopposed parasympathetic response. A review of trauma database showed that the incidence of neurogenic shock is 19.3% of cervical spine injuries and 7% of thoracic spine injuries. Other causes of neurogenic shock that are far less common include spinal anesthesia, Guillain-Barre syndrome, autonomic nervous system toxins, traverse myelitis and other neuropathies. The pediatric population reports neurogenic shock in children with trisomy 21, skeletal dysplasia and tonsillopharyngitis. Neurogenic shock remains a diagnosis of exclusion in traumatic patient. Advanced trauma life support states that hemorrhagic shock is more common than uh, is a more common cause of hypotension. One that has been managed appropriately, the neurogenic shock should be considered. Epidemiology: An estimated 8,000 to 10,000 uh, people experience traumatic spinal cord injury per year in the United States of America. A review of isolated spinal cord injury in the Trauma Audit and Research Network identified 490 isolated spinal cord injuries. Out of these, the incidence of typical neurogenic shock was only 19.3%. However, a retrospective study at a high-volume Level 1 trauma center cited as neurogenic shock being present present in 1931% of 62 patients with high cervical spine injuries. There are no defined universal hemodynamic parameters for neurogenic shock. However, most studies... Use the definition of systolic blood pressure less than 90 millimeters of mercury and a heart rate less than 80 beats per minute. The epidemiology of neurogenic shock is difficult to assess and is still unknown how hemorrhagic shock and other injuries assess uh, the hemodynamic effects of the spinal cord injury. Pathophysiology. Neurogenic shock is the clinical state manifested from the primary and secondary spinal cord injury. Hemodynamic changes are seen with an injury to the spinal cord above the level of T6. The descending sympathetic tracts are disrupted most commonly from associated fracture or dislocation of vertebrae in the cervical and upper thoracic spine. Primary spinal cord injury occurs within minutes after the initial insult. Primary injury is the direct damage to the axons and neural membranes of the in- intermediolateral nucleus, lateral gray matter, and anterior root that lead to disrupted sympathetic tone. Secondary spinal cord injury occurs hours to days after the initial insult. Secondary injury results from vascular insult, electrolyte shifts, and edema that has led to progressive central hemorrhagic necrosis of gray matter at the injury site. Neurogenic shock is a combination of both primary and secondary injuries that lead to loss of sympathetic tone and thus unopposed parasympathetic response driven by the vagus nerve. Consequently, patients who suffer from instability in blood pressure, heart rate, and temperature regulation. History and Physical Neurogenic shock can be difficult diagnosis to make and requires meticulous investigation. Neurogenic shock is most commonly associated with a blunt cervical spine injury. Identification of a traumatic cord injury is vital to the investigation of a neurogenic shock. Providers should ascertain the mechanism of injury, the presence of midline spinal tenderness, a distracting injury that may take attention from the spinal area, loss of consciousness, neurologic details, and into- or intoxication that may misconstrue the exam as these are associated with a vertebral injury. Though neurogenic shock should be considered only after a hemorrhagic shock has been ruled out in a traumatic patient, the presence of vertebral fracture or dislocation raises the concern for a neurogenic shock. Bradyarrhythmias, hypotension, flush warm skin are the classic signs associated with neurogenic shock. The Joint Committee on the American Spinal Injury Association proposed the definition of neurogenic shock to be general autonomic nervous system dysfunction that includes symptoms such as orthostatic hypotension, autonomic dysreflexia, temperature dysregulation. A focal neurological deficit is not uh, not necessary for the diagnosis of neurogenic shock. Evaluation. Before advanced imaging and the neurogenic shock was thought to be associated with a spinal cord injury without radio, radiologic abnormality. With the, advance, uh, with the advent of advanced imaging such as computer computed tomography and magnetic resonance imaging, scanned spinal cord injury is more accurately identified. The diagnosis of neurogenic shock remains a combination of radiographic imaging, n- uh, hemodynamic monitoring, and clinical exam. Treatment and management. Initial management of neurogenic shock is focused on hemodynamic stabilization. Hypotension should be treated first to prevent secondary injury. The first line treatment for hypotension is intravenous fluid resuscitation. This is to allow appropriate compensation for vasogenic dilation that occurs. If hypotension persists despite uvolemia, vasopressors and isotopes are the second lines. No single agent is recommended. Initial C-spinal mobilization is important to prevent spinal cord injury. A cervical cervical collar should be used. Ultimately, surgical intervention may be required for decompression of spinal injury and improvement of neurogenic shock. Symptoms of neurogenic shock have been reported to persist for as long as four to five weeks. Differential diagnosis, hypovolemic shock, obstructive shock, cardiogenic shock, and septic shock, all these Types of shocks are associated with tachycardia, whereas neurogenic shock is associated with bradycardia. The term spinal shock denotes the acute loss of motor, sensory, and reflex functions below the level of the injury and can be associated with neurogenic shock. Prognosis. The overall prognosis depends on the extent of spinal cord injury and response to treatment. Those associated with neurological deficits tend to have poor outcomes. Complications. Complications of neurogenic shock can include severe protracted hypotension that requires vasopressive therapy and may last as long as five weeks post-injury.